All right. Hey, welcome everybody to the live stream here of Guns in the 701. It is September 28th. Hope everybody had a great day. How you doing, Jamie? Good. Episode 9 here. Um, if everybody's ever wondering who that sings that song, they're called Nefix. N-E-F-F-E-X. Yeah. And it actually is a free domain thing. Uh, the guy, yep. he's on YouTube, honestly. and Yeah, it's kind of interesting. He basically <laughs> lets you use any of his music. Even so Whalen, cool. thanks for tuning in, buddy. Appreciate yeah. you. Yeah, we're a little late getting started. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was, and unfortunately, the weather's nice again, so everybody's outside. But appreciate it. Yeah. Hey, we got a lot of people watching, <clears throat> rewatching last week. It was a lot better. Yeah, but one of the better ones we've had in a while, actually. So it really was. Yeah, we appreciate that, everybody. And uh, we're gonna plug this a couple times, guys. We got a new website up. It is www.gunsandthe701.com. Again, it's kind of a shell, but uh, I know we had one of Jamie's friends today working a little bit on it. I'm going to keep working on it and see if we can't make it and improve it every time we're we're on it. So just keep that in mind. We're we're getting there. We're getting there. Yep. That was actually my boss's son, Taylor. The guy's a freaking wizard on a computer. So if he's, he's watching or watches a replay, thanks, T-Man. You're awesome, buddy. Hey, yeah, Eric, you're setting up Elkham. Good luck, buddy. That's awesome. Yeah, hey, um, mugs, don't we, Clay? We do. Hey, uh, we wanna we wanna thank uh, uh, Axe, right? We wanna give his name out, I suppose. Here we go, yep. guys. Power Auto Repair. Mm. Guys, go in there, especially if you got a Chevrolet. Um, you know they break down a lot, so go and give him the business. <laughs> <laughs> well, he got his back from South Dakota without breaking down. So, <laughs> so, so speaking of that, we came down Axel and I to visit Mr. Clayton Peterson, and we did a little something, didn't we, Clay? <laughs> Whoa! There went yes, we did. Oh, that was your. <laughs> that was my mic. That's Somebody what happens with live show. Get here, guys, hang on to her, Joe. All right, go go, uh, go ahead and take this for. I'm gonna yeah. get this fixed. Well, he got sniped <laughs> out there by himself. Evening, Kevin. Thanks for tuning in, buddy. So yeah, Axe and I went down to South Dakota. Um, visit Clay. We had a prairie dog shoot set up on uh, Clay's buddy's land down there. Uh, man, I'm his name. Jason's his name. First name. Um, unfortunately, the wind was whistling pretty hard on us. The sun came out, and uh, but we did get some good video in. We had a great time doing it. Um, Clay's working on the video right now. We'll actually we'll have it up on the website and uh, well, the link to it to YouTube probably. And well, actually, we can put them on the website. That's right. T Man set it up. We can put videos on there, so the, so the video will be on there and it'll be on on Facebook and YouTube. But yeah, we we had big plans to use the fifty and three thirty eight on the on these prairie dogs. Clay did get one with the three thirty eight, which we did get on video. Um, we never did get the fifty out, and uh, we had some unexpected visitors, which I said on the promo last night, and that would be some a very large rattlesnake. Number one, number <laughs> one, I ain't sporting them a lot. <laughs> so yeah. Clayton, I was just getting into the rattlesnake thing. Me and Axel are shooting, and, and you can tell them what, what you were headed to do and what happened there. Well, yeah, here, I'll I'll, uh, I'll give you a quick thing here. Uh, there were I've never seen that many rattlesnakes all in the same area. You know, I know Dogtown's notorious for it, but they were everywhere. Um, and, and we saw three of them. Who knows how many we didn't see, but we saw there's the end result sure, of one of them. <laughs> that guy yeah. there, he, he scared the living crap out of me uh, when I was walking by, and you know, it was chilly that morning, so I don't think they had warmed up yet. So he didn't rattle or nothing, and uh, that was not good. It, uh, I was plenty close to him, so I, mm -hmm. I just grabbed the old 5.7 by 28 that I had with me and uh, let him have it. So. <laughs> it, worked pretty, it worked pretty good. And then so the second time, we all went back and had some lunch, and, and then Clay said, uh, let's head over to these hay bales over here and kind of try to come through. They're not seeing us and maybe ambush them. So we went over there and – well, that didn't really work and then we're looking down we're like let's just follow this deer trail oh, well, I just heard something i was just going to turn around and say if that was a rattler and clay hollers rattlesnake and we kind of blew up from that middle about like a grenade went off in between us <laughs> yeah no kidding man that that was a that was a little bit much i that was i couldn't see him you couldn't see him but he was in that no. tall grass but we, at least we got really out of there. In there. I mean, it was waist high grass, right? I mean, that's and they were yeah. yellow. Like the grass is is yellow because it's getting to be falling. I mean, you can from the top, it's hard to see those suckers. Oh yeah, yeah, that was that was nasty. <laughs> yeah, 
so we got out of there and then we didn't see nothing the rest of the day and you know we were shooting pretty like i was telling people when you were off clay i said unfortunately the wind was blowing probably what sustained about 16 17 and gusts would go up to 25 and yeah when axe brought out his uh kestrel yeah we were getting a pretty much a sustained 12 yeah. to 15 mile an hour it never went down and uh, yeah sometimes 20 25 mile an hour gusts and, <laughs> and you know what that's hunting yeah, but I was going to say, somebody's going to say, well, you can work on your windage. Well, guess what? Yeah, you can, but it's a lot funner when you don't have to or you don't have to that yeah. much. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I was shooting um, 50 grain Sierra Blitz Kings that are going 31, 31, 50. And I mean, even at 200 yards, I was holding way off one way or usually holding off to the right because we had that northwest wind. But yeah, yeah, and then if it would gust, I mean, you thought you had your hold and, and then it'd be a little off. And But I mean, we did get some closer ones towards the evening. We got some good video. It was fun. And you know, yeah, somebody that thinks it's fun blowing up prairie dogs, it's it is really fun. Oh man, it it was a blast. Now I did learn something today. I, I was and mm -hmm. uh, we were going to try to have David on tonight, but uh, didn't. He actually got his uh, his marching orders. He drives truck too, so he had to take off or, and take out a load. And I think he was heading out uh, probably out to the west coast the way it sounded. He he does them long hauls out to Washington and Oregon. So anyway, I was visiting with him a little bit, saying, you know. I, I'd love to blame the gun, but I'm not going to blame the gun. But I said, I was shooting high. And he told me, he says, yeah, I was too all day at, at the shoot. Now, he he did win the championship, so the guy knows what he's doing. The way it sounded, that can happen, especially in them lighter bullets. If you're shooting a bigger, you know, heavier grain bullet, mm -hmm. not as bad. But, yeah, if you're shooting them uh, lower grain light bullets, he says, yep, that absolutely can happen. I was like, huh. I didn't know that it could lift. I wouldn't have thought that that could have happened. But yeah, because they were going way high on you guys. Oh yeah, I mean it. It was well. I know it was a disappointing act, <laughs> and I was sitting there going, "What am I? This amateur day?" Because I usually, you know, and yes, I need to get behind and do a little trigger time. I took it out Sunday morning, and you know what? That gun shot just fine. I'll win. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. Hey, Kevin, don't forget me. Leaves the biggest holes too. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, guys, I mean, just I'm going to show a quick. We're going to give you a teaser. I'm working on that prairie dog video. Um, we it's just it's a little bit more. I'm trying to match up. I took video. We took some video. Of course, you were doing it through your spotting scope of the actual prairie dog, and yeah, I was so, actually but, recording the shooters. So we're trying to do the side by side stuff and match it up. So yeah, if it's a little wiggly when you see it on some part, yeah. just because the wind was whistling and. So and, uh, here's one of the clips, guys. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just a little teaser. Yeah, let's, let's All right, let him have it. <laughs> there we go. How was you or Axe? I can't remember which one. Yeah, I don't remember who did that one at this point. But uh, so we did get some good shots. We had some fun. Um, Got to show Jamie and, and Axe, South Dakota down here. And, yes, we went and paid that expensive extortion fee that the South Dakota game and fish has. You know I couldn't believe that. Yeah, that was ridiculous. Yeah. They, 70, well, what was it? 70, $69. $69. Well, yeah, because they have their, their $25 what, extortion I'm not against fee. paying the – I'm not, yeah, I'm not against paying the 40, but the, the sportsman's fee, or what is that what you called it? The sportsman's fee? I called it the extortion fee. <laughs> yeah, the extortion $25. That's what absolutely lit a fire under my rear end and got me here. What was that? Like Habitats, something yeah, or other. And then they, here's what I really get to put it in. It's like a dollar or two for, uh, for the agent fee. I'm like, whoa, wait a second. They used to do that in South Dakota when you could go get the paper ones from, say, the local convenience store or the sporting goods store and then they had an agent fee that they allowed the agents to do yeah but there's no agent fee anymore <laughs> it's all agent online. joe agent joe agent joe agent Knowles. So, yeah yeah Does she, <laughs> does she want that in there i mean okay yeah. if it's for her man i'll do it but, <laughs> <laughs> there we go <laughs> so let's go so clay and i were kind of talking about a little bit you know because Big part of this, what was how big was that clay? A quarter, two quarters? What was that? that? Yeah, about about a quarter there. Um, it wasn't as big as I was thinking, but the, <laughs> there's a lot of dogs there. Yeah, so most of that looked like a moonscape, you know, for these cute little prairie dogs that these oh, that yeah. these leftists don't want killed, and a lot of these animal. Well, experience. here I, I can actually show you. Here's a picture. This is what it looked like. Uh, this is Axe yeah. taking aim on one. And I mean, that look at that ground. That's what it looks like after dogs have been in there. Yeah. Does that does that look like land that's useful? So 
I, you know, I was talking to Clay, and I'm like, let's just say you're making some hay bales on there right now, Clayton. Um, um, tell me what these cute little furry animals are costing you that you're supposed to just let let eat up all your profits. Yeah, so a quarter is about 160 acres, and uh, generally, you know, you try to get a hay, you make your hay field, so it's covering the whole thing. But let's say it's 160 acres. This year, I averaged about three bales an acre, um, give or take, on most of that land. So I was happy with that. Well, what that translates to is 360 ton uh, on on that particular piece of ground. And right now, the going rate in this area is about $125 a ton undelivered, which translates to $45,000 of hay that you would get off of that piece of ground. So yeah. I'll tell you what, that's a big thing. You can't run cattle on it either. Um, you know, Generally, there's nothing there. There's nothing there. You could probably uh, rent that out. Let's just say if you were renting it, you're going to see anywhere from $30 to $40. I've even heard as high as $50 for good ground. But let's say $35 to $40 on average per uh, cow-calf pair. So uh, you're losing every single pair oh. $35 that you can't put out there, even on your own ground. Yeah, you couldn't even keep them on there long from what I see where there, where there was forage. I mean, the little bit that was there, they're competing with, with, with I mean, what, what is there? They, they estimate like in a in, in, in a acre how many freaking prairie dog bro i mean there was gobs of, when we pulled up before oh we shot i mean there's it, there was thousands of them there well and they have litters every i mean they they have several litters a year uh i'd have to honestly look it up but i mean their gestation period is not very long and, and it does no. not take long if you have one or two holes and one or two prairie dogs that's going to turn into five and ten then mm -hmm. 40 and 50 mm -hmm. and 100 very quickly that town not too many years ago was probably regulated about two or three acres. I'd yeah. say you're, you're probably looking at maybe three to four years. And he poisoned it then, and look at it today because he didn't. Yeah, get if them you all. don't, if you don't get them all, I mean they'll they'll come back, man. And, oh, absolutely. And, yeah, and on that on that west end where we're you know what was it probably over there anywhere between three fifty and up to probably five hundred yards. I mean there were just yeah. gobs of just big monster ones do they look like big house cats i mean <laughs> yeah there was i got one. i got a couple i will say that but i'm, I'm gonna be honest with you it, it took me probably about 12 rounds maybe maybe more than that even in the wind because you clay saw me a few times i got ticked and it was a pop 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 oh i you did know. that too i was just yeah. for good measure like, I, I <laughs> boom 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 i mean i ain't gonna lie to you, i had fun doing it either way because it was know. a blast literally okay. Kevin says they have groundhogs in PA, but they don't do that kind of damage. Yeah, I, I'm not familiar yeah. with it. How, how big is a groundhog to a prairie dog? Anyways, because they're pretty good sized. I think they're a lot bigger than the regular prairie dogs. I mean, most prairie dogs. I'm holding up this mug from from Auto here from our boy Ox. Uh, <laughs> yep, they're not that big around. Probably, mo you know, most of them. No, yeah, See. you know. Oh. And if it, and I, I was joking to see some of them hits because you can hit some of them and it doesn't kill them right away. With the most powerful firearm on earth, right? With the two, two, three. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of powerful, powerful firearms and rounds. So that night we went in, went into town there. And <laughs> yeah. What, what's the name of the pub? We oh, thirty-five pounds. Wow, Kevin, that's wow, great. that's huge. Uh, yeah, we stopped in at Fast Eddie's in Morristown, our little local eatery here. Uh, you know, we got everything in Morristown. We have a bank, a post office, and a yeah. bar and grill. We got everything we need. And a fire department. And a fire department, yes, we do. So what's funny is when, when Axel and I pulled into Morristown, we're like, wow, that place isn't open. And then Clay's like, yeah, we'll go down to Fast Eddie's. And we're like, wow, it's open? He's like, yeah, it's <laughs> going to get busy here pretty soon. And it did. It got packed in there. And, you know, they, they made some dang good food and, and they make good drinks in there. So if you're ever in Morristown going to Fast Eddie's, you know, people were friendly in there. And we had a good time in there. That was We did, was, yeah. We, so then we got back there. Are, Let's see, Thursday nights are kind of uh, busy in there. Um, and But I can tell you, Saturday night is generally the probably the busiest night in there. There's just a lot of things mm -hmm. going on in town. You got uh, you know, the evening church service uh, with the church in town. So a lot of guys go there. And then they, you know, as long as we're dressed up and out, we'll just go grab a bite to eat. So, yeah, I was a great job. I was impressed with it. It was it was a nice place. I'd definitely like to go back there. But so we, we got back to the place. Happen. Yeah, oh, we're going to do it for sure. For sure. I just like when the gal kept saying to me, hey, you keep saying this is your last double and you order another <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah. We keep making them that good. Am I supposed to do leave? I can't. Uh, so we get back to Clay's place and uh, we got to talking. Clay busted out the Desert Eagle. The Deagle. Yeah. You know, that's the nickname for it. The Deagle. 
the, the, uh, <laughs> the 50. So it shoots a 50 cal, right, Clay? 50, 50 cal. Yeah. So then we got to talking you in action. I like, how's that a 50? And the 50 <laughs> cal we're talking about, like shit coming out of a Barrett or a Mod Deuce or something. I mean, it doesn't, there's no comparison it looked like, no. right? So we kind of, that was kind of the question of the night, and we, we never did get it answered, but we, we kind of did a little digging on that, didn't we, Clayton? We did. We found out some stuff. Um, they are different, of course. Uh, the 50 AE is basically, it's kind of based off the 45 Colt cartridge, uh, yep. from what I was told. I still never got a direct answer as to why they call them all 50 caliber. Is that other than the fact that it's kind of just a general the, knowledge thing. Well, the diameter on the on the fifty Bayo and the, I mean, it is well, it is it is half an inch, right? And then and, yeah, here and I'll tell 50, you what, I'll, yeah, yeah, I'll yeah, there you go. Up. There you yeah, go, right 50, here. Yeah, ten, what is that? Tenth of an inch bigger on the fifty. Yeah, BMW. it's uh, point fifty one on the Beowulf, and then it's point or a point fifty on the Beowulf and point fifty one on the on the BMG. Which, by the way, that's the Browning machine gun guys. If you don't know what BMG yeah. means. Yep. So you yep. can see everything there, um, the capacity. Now, of course, <laughs> the capacity is going to be a lot bigger. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look at the grains. It's, you mean, know, when you you're... a rifle versus, uh, well, they're both, but the Beowulf is just, it's based on on the actual shorter straight-walled cartridge. And like, like your standard 50, your, your FMJ is going to be like 661 grains, uh, the 50 bale. You know, I looked it up. Like most of the ammo they're selling, is three hundred and fifty grains. Oh wow! So yeah, I mean that's almost like the match rounds for the fifty. I think uh, the Hornaday ones, a the, the <laughs> amp or whatever they're called, they're they're like seven hundred and fifty or something. But but yeah, fifty bale, little little stubby thing, the straight wall yeah. cartridge. I mean, the reduced. You know, the rims smaller, like in the back, and it, it just looks like a pipsqueak to a fifty yeah. BMG, and it's. But that you actually like the 50 Bayo, it, it is in, a, in an AR platform. It's even actually in a smaller one. It's not like the 308, like the large frame platform ARs. It's in a smaller one, like an AR 15. But I've never shot one. Um, I've never shot one. Axe doesn't have one. Hey, Axe, if you're listening, yeah, we got challenge for you. If he, if he does have one, he's hiding that sucker on me. One shot cap. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate you tuning in. Yeah. So, and, Kevin uh, said this. Go ahead, Clayton. I apologize. Well, go ahead. I was just answering Lynette there. Yeah, we do have a website now. It's www.gunsandthe701.com. Right below that pretty face of Clay's. It's right down there. See? <laughs> I'm, more, I'm more of a face <laughs> for radio. So Kevin says the raccoon size them groundhogs, which wow. I, I can tell you, I've shot raccoons with, with 223, and it's just like a porcupine. I mean, unless you you headshot them, it takes it takes more. If you want them dead quick, which I do, I don't like seeing animals suffer much. I mean, I'm sure animal rights and leftists think I'm a sadistic sucker, but yeah, <laughs> it, uh, it it is animals that size. The two twenty threes, two twenty threes, it's weak. It's I mean, for that kind of thing, does it? Yeah, does it work? Yeah, it obviously kills things, but it, it's not a, a powerful cartridge. You know, no, it's not. And I can tell you, coons. You know, we we're familiar with raccoons out here. I mean, mm -hmm. I actually have shot a 45-pound boar. That's huge. And, really? Uh, so that is big. Any, that is that, big. That, that was one of the biggest ones I've ever uh, – most time they're 35 or 40. But that was a huge raccoon, and I knew mm -hmm. it. So that's why I took him out. Well, speaking <laughs> of boars. I think skin cap. I see. <laughs> I'm waiting for that one from Marty. Ah. Doug Thompson says 450 Bushmaster makes a nice hole. Yeah, well, we're, <laughs> since we're on the hey, since we're on the subject of Axel, he he did actually go down to Florida and shoot a hog with his 450 AR platform Bushmaster. Yeah, he's got it mounted in his house. It's it's pretty cool mount actually. I would I would definitely do a nice job on the hogs. You know, I go to Florida. We try to go every three years or so down there with a, with Rack's Adventure Team. I can tell you right now, we were using the 300 Legend. That is definitely a brush gun. It's not a distance gun, but it definitely is, has the knockdown power to to drop them pigs. And uh, I think if if yeah. I was in a brush area like that or heavy woods, I mean that that would be awesome because you can actually get that. I have a, a Ruger American Ranch that short barrel, and they make that that oh, legend yeah. in that. Or are you talking three hundred black or three fifty legend? Three fifty legend. Yeah, I mean that thing because you can put the bigger mag in there. Oh, why? Yeah, you can put the drop <laughs> in there. <laughs> All I, I know mean, is I, it, it stops them in their tracks. It's just, yeah. it's really, I really love That's that. Big green. It, it's, it's comparable to 30 30 in ballistics, they say. So, yeah. 
you know, 200 yards for sure. You can crush stuff with it. So, all right. So, Clay, and let's let's move on to this um, thing. Clay and I, if you didn't catch it, we were on Ladies of Another View on Beck TV Monday for a couple segments there. And we got into this. Um, Gunners of America sent out an email for what the what the leftists are trying to slip into this appropriations yes. bill here. And uh, we touched on it a little bit, Clayton, right? But there, there's definitely some other stuff we need to go over here to, to uh, yeah, let people know about. Yeah, and I tell you what, guys. Uh, so what this is, is this is basically gun control. It's going to be included in fiscal year 2023 out of the Commerce, Justice, and Science Appropriations. Of course, they always got to hide this stuff. Um, it's going to be included in House Resolution 8256 and will actually be accompanying House Report 117-395. Um, if you if you want to know more about that, guys, you know what? I'll try to get and we'll try to get this posted on the website. Then people can read it for themselves, and maybe even I'll, I'll try to provide the link to where I got this information. But to start out with, they want to do a 13% budget increase for the ATF because that's what they're requesting. That's just what we need. We just saw an increase in in uh, you know, 87,000 IRS agents. And now the ATF wants some more. Now that's an unelected bureaucratic alphabet agency that is really no friend to the gun owner any longer. Well, let me ask you this, Clayton. I've always heard that the ATF is short on, on people who can do, you know, get speed up the process of getting your, your suppressors put through. And then the ATF actually in charge of people who have felonies to come back in front of their and review, see if they're felons, they can get their second amendment rights back. Which, in my opinion, if you got out of jail, you served your time. But you think any of that money is going to go for those two things? No, no, no. I'm pretty <laughs> sure uh, that that budget increase is going to be to just completely uh, stamp out Second Amendment rights as yeah. much as they can through regulatory things. Yeah. You know, one of the things is, is they got here, the Biden administration began describing some upcoming rule as an amnesty registration for pistols. And let's let's face it, guys, they've wanted registration for decades. For decades and it's illegal it's been ruled illegal even states that tried it got overturned by the supreme court because it's illegal it, it actually affects the second amendment um plain and simple that's actually written in our constitution you can find that right under second amendment yet ah you they, conspiracy uh, theorist yeah darn it anyway <laughs> so, but anyway so getting back to this they say it's going to affect around uh, up to 400 or 40 million pistols. I mean, what what are they? I'd like to know the numbers that they're going on with that. And I can tell you right now, guys, this is going to get worse. Even if we win the election in November, the only thing, the great thing is if the Republicans do take both houses, which is looking more and more right now. And I think the Senate's more important than the House. It will probably stop some of this regulatory stuff that's going on because the Republicans will actually cut their funding and without mm-hmm. funding, you're not going to be able to do a yeah. whole lot. They'll still try, but uh, that's, that's the only saving grace here. We still got two more years of either yeah, Biden or that. somebody else. Don't forget that. And believe me, Kamala, and, and she's not any better. And there's one behind her. So yeah, one of the things yeah. here that, <clears throat> that really eats me up, um, within one year, the government accountability office will submit a report detailing how best to implement a requirement that background checks be conducted for all ammunition sales, including sales by federal yeah. firearms licensees and private sellers. So that means if I wanted to sell Clayton a box of ammo, he needs to do a background check. And, and by the way, what the hell does the GOA know about freaking firearms? The government accountability office? I nothing. Mean, uh, nothing. That's they, how Democrats are. They don't know anything about anything out of their little realm, and they try to act like they're, they're you know, they're this isn't end a all new be thing all. either. The, uh, the Democrats, they've been after uh, ammunition. You know, and we talked about this. They can't win legislatively, so they're going to go after you regulatorily. That's just the way they do it. If they can't win in the legislative, yep. they can't do it. You know, just like Democrats, if, if they uh, if they lose, they change the, lo- they change the rules. I was just going to say, what was that nice saying you yep. had there, Clay, that yep. night? Democrats, if we lose, we change the rules. <laughs> We're going to have to put Perfect. that on one of our T-shirts. Perfect. Yeah, we do need that on a T-shirt. <laughs> When Democrats yeah, lose, a, they change the rules. The the, the general accounting office and this ammunition background check, you know, they're studying it and, and giving out their own details on it. We don't even have it. And uh, of course, many, many lawyers will actually argue that, well, they can do that because that's not mentioned in the Second Amendment. 
Now, technically, that's true. There's nothing in there that says the right to keep and bear arms and ammunition. I would think it's implied, especially if you I go mean, back and look at what the founders had to say about why we have it. But again, this is how they work. They 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 don't give up. Uh, that's why I get a little upset with some of our people because they get complacent. Right. So I, I couldn't remember when we were on Ladies Month. Did we talk about this Dickie Amendment thing? Because they want they want to put use a million dollars of that Dickie. Yeah, Amendment. we we kind of touched on it. We didn't. You know, we only had two segments, and they what about so I, twelve minutes each. Uh, I'm not totally clear on that, but that means you can't use government people's money, the tax dollars, to fund gun control research, right? Correct. But, but yeah, they try doing, to do it anyway. Right, in certain offices. So now they're going to put it back to the CDC and the National Institute of Health, which either one of them, the CDC and, and what is that has nothing to do with guns. Nothing. The CDC, like I said, you can eat a whole bowl full of bullets. You're going to get a bellyache, but you're not going to get lead poisoning. <laughs> so the CDC, <laughs> you know, good luck when you hit the old porcelain god after eating that, you know. Oh, wow, yeah. <laughs> so they're giving, they're giving them a million dollars to do gun violence prevention research. Yep. This really like what? The CDC yeah, and tell everybody that, that guns again. are bad and you're going to die from them. Yeah. There, there's that term, gun violence. They've changed this narrative so many times. They didn't resonate with people, so they mm-hmm. changed the terminology, and now mm-hmm. they're going to go and put it, put it in a, a once again an unelected bureaucratic agency. And, and honestly, the, did you know the CDC isn't really a government agency? I forget. It's some kind of. It's got a different terminology as well. And we saw how well they did with the China virus, didn't we? Yeah. Well, I saw I The know. Walking Dead. They didn't do very good on there either. <laughs> <laughs> uh, back yeah. when The Walking Dead was a good show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just, I can tell you right now, you know, when you go through this thing, they don't care. what. It's just like suing gun companies for making guns. We already have a federal law that prevents that. And it was passed several years ago to prevent this kind of thing they don't care and that's the, that's the bad thing but, but i just saw an article that was sent to me that smith and wesson is going to get sued now sounds like for the uvalde, uvalde thing and again it's illegal it's already illegal to do that that'd be like suing ford for every drunk driver but let's tell people why that is clay because the insurance company that represented remington arms after remington went out of business they're reborn now under a whole different ownership different name. Yep. Their insurance company settled out of court with with the Newtown families, which, and that, I mean, then then the left saw blood, and now they're suing all these commercials. Are they're they're making they're insinuating that these military rifles? What commercial have you ever seen on guns that tells people to go freaking kill other people or go shoot up schools and malls? Never. That, that, None. But None. I mean, this is how ridiculous the left is, and what we deal with people. It's Absolutely. unbelievable. I'll tell you what, uh, Jamie, let's take a quick break here and we're going to play. We're, we're, we're experimenting some more with this and we're going to play a little ad from uh, Mandan Sporting Goods. Uh, I think they're going to be coming on to, to support us, uh, just as I know 1760 Sports is. And, uh, well, it sounds like Axe from Laurel's Auto Repair. So, Probably guys, we're going we're gonna to play a little quick break here. Uh, go, go grab a drink of water or a beer or whatever you want. So, here we go, guys. It's every American's right to bear arms. At Mandan Sporting Goods, we're here to help you support your Second Amendment rights, which reads, a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Whether you're looking for a pistol for personal defense or collector gun, we have the staff to help you. We also have the area's largest inventory of ammo and reloading supplies. Mandan Sporting Goods, the area's local gun and ammo specialists. All right, there we go. And they do, uh, they, got a, <laughs> they got a ton of ammo in there. Guys. I'll tell you what, I stop over to Brown and shop a couple times a week, and, and he's got more He's got more stuff than, than a lot of places do right now, I'll tell you that much. Good guys over there, too. Brandon's, Brandon's one of the good guys. He had some sweet yes. mounts in there, too, for deer. I, you know, yeah. talk to Joe a little bit. Joe's, Joe's a good guy to BS with and the other boys around in there, but got some free coffee and popcorn if you want some, but, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Brandon's awesome. He's got a lot of stuff in there. And, and in fact, um, my buddy, Big R, had his 40th birthday, and guess guess what I got him for? The gift certificate for $40 a man down sporting goods. There you go. There we go. Hey, Trav, like said, good to see you, buddy. 
Yep. Hey, Kevin, you would love it. If you ever make it out here to North Dakota, I'm sure Jamie and I can. I'll uh, tell you what, when I stop there, maybe I'll, I'll run down the aisles there with my iPhone and take a little video. There we go. We'll play it up here next time. So <laughs> let's get back at this uh, this this uh, house resolution 8256. I was looking at another one here. Um, it currently proposes 150 million for community violence intervention and prevention initiative, which was supposed to go for COVID relief. Which, okay, yeah. that's a whole other story. But so that's Mayor fair. Eric Adams of New York, um, you know, a black guy who called all his uh, white um, fellow officers crackers, but you know, media just ignored that. Imagine if oh, yeah. the white guy would have said that, but, but you know, oh, since then he just gets into saying what he wants. Yeah. He used it to rebuild New York city's anti-gun unit. Wow. Yeah. So, mm. I, so that, that's COVID relief, huh? Building back your anti and Hey, remind yeah, me how's New York's crime rate going with all their, with all their, with all their gun control and their total backhanding of the Bruin yep. decision. Well, check this out. That such that kind of funding, according to this, was also in that Build Back Better Act, which was Build Back Broke, really. <laughs> and then uh, the, the Democrats rejected an, an amendment to actually clarify what the funding could be used for. Imagine that, an open-ended amendment that creates a slush fund for pretty much whatever they want to do. Hey, Gene, <laughs> social distance. Yeah, speaking of that, I seen Gene today. I had to run to town this morning with a couple opens and stopped over there at the uh, Lemon Made Butcher Shop to grab awesome. some really good snacks. Good. And there was Gene in there inspecting. That's what he does. So had a really good chat with Gene and uh, glad to have you listening tonight. Hey, Trav, you're welcome. I was going to just slip that in. And now Trav says, thanks for sending me the decals. You got it, buddy. Um, Absolutely. I got to be honest with you, Clay, the decals look right behind me. Here's what they look like. Yep. Um, decals have been super popular. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I was, I'm pretty, pretty impressed that, you know, people I'm getting, I'm getting texts from people putting their decals on their vehicles and Hey man, I, I can't thank you guys enough for doing that. I'm actually sending traps some more out to Washington. There you go. There's right no there. Clayton. I'm telling <laughs> you, in per, when you see them in person, they, they're, they're, they're awesome. And, you know, um, like I said, most of the people I know are putting them on there. If, if you want some decals, um, let me know, let Clayton know. This yep. first batch, we're gonna, you know, we're just just send them out of swag to people. It's, uh, hey Brian, I, I do believe. Look at it this way: you guys are getting the first edition because <laughs> yeah, we're gonna be changing that. that. Um, yeah, the new logo, which I really like that new logo. I do too. Uh, it's awesome. We're gonna be putting Tons that of in. Did a great job on that, Richard. Oh, there. did absolutely a great job on there. And so now that we're on see. this, Let's I'm, see I don't want to put it up here. Yeah, show up. There it is. Yeah, there Hopefully it is. It yeah. Ooh, I like that. Hey, now the next one. So the next ones we do, we're gonna have our website on it actually. Yep. Um, so now I don't want to get away from this GOA thing just yet, Clay, but I gotta slip this in now that we're on it. Let's let's talk about the so the the cup holders that Will McCall made us, the can coozers. Oh yeah. Uh, man, people we've been getting a lot of good uh good 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 uh feedback on that. I like them too. They're sweet. Will did an awesome job on those. People are kind of wondering what they were and 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 I mean, if you if you guys are really interested, yeah, back her up a little, Clayton. There, there you, you go, go right, right there. there. And on the back of there is, these are made out of leather. There's the Second Amendment. Lasered in there, yeah. And, and a I don't know how regulated we'll... militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. And so I, I don't know how we'll guys. stitch them up, man, but the guy's pretty handy. So we were talking about that. A lot of people want to know what they're what they're worth, and and uh, what were we figuring, Clay? If if Will's time, and give this give me well, the story we did about the scrap leather there. Yeah, the first ones he did, he just kind of rolled them out for me and you, so that we could have some for a uh, you know little surprise there when we went p dog shooting. Yeah, and then uh, well, you and I talked a little bit, and you showed it to some people, and they'd like to have one. Well, and as with everything, about them, they uh, everything got more expensive. And uh, after he makes them, of course, you know, he does this. This is a business, a side business. So I don't blame him. You got to make a little on them. And uh, we're basically not going to make anything on them either. But we're looking at 30 bucks a piece. I know that sounds quite a bit, but um, it's leather, I mean, man. leather, leather has went crazy. So if he's anybody, got a, yeah, if you guys well, want one, let Clay yeah. know. I mean, it'll be a special order thing. I, I know some people, they don't care what they're going to cost. So, I mean, if they're listening, yeah. I'll, I'll tell and, them. Uh, if you want, I know when I talked to Will, we're talking about uh, 
there's two different colors. One is camel, if you know what that is, and the other is orange. It's not orange like you think, but that's what the color of the leather will it be. It looks more yellow on it. To be honest with you, it looks yeah. yellow and black in person. And uh, he'll make them up, and we're talking about doing an order of 20. If we get 20 requests, we'll go ahead and order them and yeah. get you some of that yeah. out there. So just uh, travel, here's what I encourage on, you guys to do. Either Travel wants one right away. He'll buy go. it, man. If you know me or you know know uh, uh, Jamie, just text it, and we'll start compiling yep. that, and we'll get them started. Yep. So, Travis, oh, I see yeah, you got on there. Talk about that. the 701. We'll address that. 701 is just a, the area code of North Dakota. It was an easy way to say North Dakota, I guess. Uh, that's what all the kids are doing today, right? <laughs> I think I think Trav wants – I think he wants us to kind of talk about what the 701 is about, like our state, what we think. Okay. We well, yeah. Well, we're go, Western North Dakota. Go, I mean, Clay considers me East Rube. All right. In my opinion, what what the uh, seven hundred one's about? We're about we're about freedom here. We're about hard work. We're about people with with conservative values. Um, Second Amendment rights for sure. Hunting, fishing, trapping. Yeah, trapping. That's right. There's a lot of guys who trap. I mean, yep. a lot more guys probably snare now, but. I mean, well, that's what it's trappers. about. We're, we're outdoors people. We have fun. Yeah, when when we like winter, but when the wind blows like anybody else, it sucks. But you know, it's we're, we're backwards to a lot of the nation, Clay. Oh, to quite honestly, yeah. here and, and and I'll tell you what, I like it that way. We're, we're burning coal, man. We're burning coal. We're burning powder here. I love it. That's yep. North North Dakota. I mean, I've been to other places. Of course, there's way better weather, but I'll, I'll tell you right now, <laughs> I never want to leave Western North Dakota. No, I was born and raised in the Dakotas. Of course, I lived in South Dakota, but just across the border. Um, and then, of course, I when I married my wife, we moved on to the ranch here in South in North Dakota. And it's no difference. I mean, it, like I said, just literally across the border. I can't think of any place else to live. Um, no. I've been all over. Uh, yeah, there's some warmer climates, but it comes with uh, disadvantages as far as I'm concerned. You know, I'm I, not big on living with a bunch of people. <laughs> I would I would add this in too, Clay. And is there people here with no common sense? Absolutely. They vote for people like oh, Tracy yeah. Potter and other Democrats, Karamund. But common sense <laughs> is a lot more common in North Dakota, especially Western North Dakota, middle North Dakota, than it is, I mean, in anywhere. And I mean, South Dakota is the same way. I consider Western South Dakota pretty much the same as we are. I mean, maybe you guys yeah. are a little more conservative down there, but. Sometimes, yeah, right on, um, Trev. You, you used to live here, buddy. You know what it's about. You miss that. I know you're working out there, <laughs> making the big coins, and you look like you got an awesome place out there. I just, I just wish you weren't surrounded by a bunch of leftists, buddy. I, I feel bad for you about that because you're a good guy. I miss you. Well, I thought it was funny. We took Eric Newman with us. Uh, you know, Eric was commenting earlier in the show. <laughs> he went out there to Florida with us to go hog hunting with our Rax Adventure team, and we started getting all around Kansas. I mean, we drove down there. And he's like, wow, there's a lot of people. I said, oh, you haven't seen anything yet. And then we went rolling through Atlanta. <laughs> he's like, oh, and I said, just wait. And we rolled into Florida, and he goes, it is awful people eat out here. <laughs> so I, I mentioned to Clay when Clay just said yeah, he doesn't like people. I said, My dad lives in Golden Valley, and I think Golden Valley is an awesome town. I did a lot of growing up there, and I go back there two or three times a month. But I looked around, and I told Clay, I said, man, my dad thinks he's desolate in Golden Valley. He would, I don't know if he'd like this. might be a little too desolate for him. But <laughs> he, he, hey, he'd, like the, he'd like the local pub there, though, I'll tell you that. There's a lot of – my dad, he oh, yeah. likes to talk to people. So, all right, man. Let's should we hit back on this? We got a few other things here on this on this uh, HR eighty two fifty six before we move on to some other stuff. Yeah, I think we should. Um, I just changed the setting. I, I was hearing that buzz in the background here. Oh, yeah, so. I didn't hear it. Yeah, Maybe well, somebody. Just, so, if you guys just a heads up, if you guys ever are listening or watching, you notice something annoying, just feel free to put it in the comments to Clay and I, and I mean, yep. we can get rid of it because we don't want you guys trying to listen in. And something's bothering the hell out of you. And Even guys, if I got something hanging on my nose or something. Go for it. Quick on the. Uh, on the uh, on Tim the, lives uh, in Bismarck now, Travis. Okay, yeah. Uh, quick on those uh, koozies. If you want one, I'm writing your names down, and I'll basically uh, what I want you to do is, if you know me or Jamie. Uh, get a hold of us, but I'll write the names down, and if we get uh, fifteen or so, even we'll make an order. So. Yep, I'll tell you what. I, yeah, I got some on a, on the post I did on them, and the pictures are front and back on them, and I'll go on there, Claire, and uh, and I'll make sure that you know we can get yeah. it written down. And don't be crawfishing us either. <laughs> so, all right, let's get back to the house resolution. Yeah, yeah. Which one you want to hit on here? 
I got an idea which one. I got a double star on one. (laughs) Go for it. All right. So we got the violent anti-government ideology and domestic radicalization research. So let me tell you what that is. If you're listening to this show and you're looking at me and Clayton, that means you. They think we're radical. I mean, not the guy who ran over the kid who was in the North Dakota Republicans. You know, he's not $50,000 for him to get out of jail, but Rittenhouse, you know, two and a half million for him to get out for defending himself. But, you know, normal people right there. There you go, right there. Look at that scumbag. And that was a good meme. Uh, Basically, you know, video proof of self defense, bail set at two million. Guy admits to killing the guy. And bail at fifty thousand? Really? Are you kidding me? Yeah. So I I don't I don't like reading stuff on the air too much here, but I'm gonna do. It's not very long anyway. So, since the FBI has labeled common patriotic, historic, and Second Amendment related speech and ideologies, including our founding fathers' original interpretation of the Second Amendment as quote militia, violent extremists. So MVEs. When you hear that, that means you. The Department of Justice's Bureau of Justice Statistics cannot be trusted with eight million. An increase of two million from what they had. Wow. Wow. Eight eight million dollars to, to what? To go to to go stick their beak up the rear end of people who go to school board meetings because their kids getting taught a bunch of sick ass. I mean, come on. Yeah. Well, and there's even speaking of that, there's states now, especially counties, but states more more so, they're trying to actually get rid of homeschooling. Imagine that. Imagine that. People are finally standing up. They're taking over school boards, actually, which is really, really a breath of fresh air to see that happening. So now, rather, they'll just go ahead and make it so you can't pull your kid out of school. I mean, eventually, this is going to come to a head, people. Um, where eventually, people are not going to put up with it no more. Brian, I got you down here. Just right. uh, send me a message, and we'll get some contact info. So, Chris, you want you want, you got some stickers for sure, buddy. You were you on the koozies, or, or do you want koozies and the stickers? So, just let go ahead and put it in the comments because I got all the stickers you want, brother. <laughs> so, Clayton, let's let's uh, let's move on to this uh, this what's his name, uh, Busey? No, oh. no relation to Gary. No relation to Gary. <laughs> yeah, Gary Busey. Night, Traff. Thanks for tuning in, buddy. Appreciate it. Yep. Appreciate it. So yeah, so we have a uh, this this come from what I believe this came from. Oh, I don't even remember. I think the it was uh, Amoland, I Ammo do Land. believe. But yeah, it was a Biden's hunting so, council appointees. So this guy right here, um, some of you have heard of him. I've heard of him. He worked for the Giffords uh, group. If you remember old Gaffy Gibbard Giffords, oh she, uh, do I? Took one to the head, right? If I remember right, by her own, by one of her own, by one of her own voters. Yeah, so this hunting a council appointment, uh, this is another thing. The Hunting and Wildlife Conservation Council's purpose is to recommend to the federal government through the Secretary of Interior and the Secretary of Agriculture that A, benefit wildlife resources, encourage partnership with public sporting uh, ranges, things like that. I mean, it's just, it's a money. Is that a joke? Yeah, so this is the guy that got appointed there. And his name is Ryan Busey, I believe is how you pronounce it. He's a former firearms executive for Gifford Senior Advisor. And this is his quote. It's time for responsible gun owners to take back the conversation from the extremists and the right-wing conspiracy theorists. That's us, guys. Yeah. We know that strong gun safety laws don't infringe on our right to carry a weapon, but they do make our country safe. There's so much thing there, guys. First of all, they're using, you know, responsible gun owners. Yeah, tell so right away, what that is, Clay. Basically, they're saying we're not. Their idea of responsible ownership is having a shotgun and maybe a yeah, FUD gun. You're a FUD. FUD gun. FUD. There you You're go, FUD, FUD gun. FUD. You got it exactly right. Got a single-barrel shotgun and your three-round deer rifle. So I like what Kevin said, pronounced douchebag. <laughs> 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 so there it is right there. That's what Ryan D. Busey. Yep. He's a name that's included on the primary council member. And, yeah, it does. It raises a red flag. Um, he's representing shooting sports interests? Unaffiliated? Really? Well, he worked for Ga- – I mean, he worked for Gifford's yeah. whole thing. He's They're not a Second exactly... Amendment pro- prohibition organization. Oh, absolutely. They're a gun control group. And uh, I like what this gal said. The appointment of Ryan Busey to the Hunting and Wildlife Conservation Council, a federal advisory committee, is a farce and demonstrates mm-hmm. the contempt that the Biden administration holds for lawful gun owners, which we knew that. 
who hunt on America's public and private lands. Mark Olivia, I guess I didn't even get it. I thought it was the National Shooting Sports Foundation's Managing Director of Public Affairs. Mm-hmm. And I think that's exactly right. I think that he nailed it right there. So there's, an, yeah, oh, 100%. I mean, they're nailing it hard on here because right here in the, in the next paragraph, glaringly absent, however, is any representation from the firearm industry, even yeah. though the industry is responsible for the vast majority of conservation funds through the Pittman, Robertson excise tax. To date, the firearm and ammunition industry has produced over $15.3 billion to wildlife conservation since 1937 and over $1.1 billion on the conservation funds a portion yeah. to the states last year. It, that's by firearms and ammunition manufacturers. I mean, absolutely. And, and people who buy it. I mean, that's us. All and, those of and, us that purchase those things. Yeah. Yeah. And, but we're, we're the people who, who in their minds are wrecking the land and our criminals. I mean, yeah. It, I, I, and it's, so this goes on. So right here, you know, this is another segment out of that story. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about how, you know, Lucy's hardly second, alone, and how hunter groups are starting to show up on that, and they're really not. And I want to show you something. This is from a couple years back. This is what they're talking about. Prime example from several years back, how prohibitionists mass their agenda. And this was from Michael Bloomberg's deal. And you should have heard. I mean, I'm going to play it for you guys because oh it's a horrible ad. Dad taught me to hunt, and I'll teach my kids. I've owned a gun all my life, and I'll fight for my right to keep it. Background checks have nothing to do with taking guns away from anyone. Closing loopholes will stop criminals and the dangerously mentally ill from buying guns. That protects my rights and my family. Tell Congress, don't protect criminals. Then you get the gist of it. I'm not going to give them the, the I remember here. that sick thing. But I love how they, you know, get this guy out. He's got kind of a, you know, a beard and his flannel shirt and, and holding his shotgun. And the whole portrayal and that whole thing, guys, is it's about hunting. And again, as we all know, it's not about hunting. The Second Amendment has never been about hunting. Amelia, hey, thanks for listening. We appreciate that. And I'll uh, put you down for a koozie on Send each color. A, so you want yeah. two. Sounds great. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks, Amy. Yeah, so... A background check has nothing to do with infringing on your second. Um, the left, isn't that the same left who claims a right delayed is a right denied? <laughs> yeah. Except when you're doing yeah. your Second Amendment rights. That, that don't mean that. They find rights that don't exist, like killing yeah. babies. That's in, right there. That must be in the Constitution, according to them. But <laughs> um, yeah. Well, and. And show me where a back where's a background check ever stopped a, a person from committing a crime. It hasn't. It never right. has. Right. The reason they want to do that is because when they do a background check and they're not supposed to keep your information, it's supposed to vaporize into thin air within 24 hours or 48, whichever one it is. It's not. They got it. They they, they keep that. Yep. Yeah. They're lying to you, and that's why they want to do it for everything, including what we said earlier in this HR 2559 or whatever. They, they want to do it for ammo because then they know. Geez, you bought a thousand rounds of ammo. This psycho must be really stocking up for a war. He's an MVE stocking up for a war against the country. Think about this. If they can control the ammo, then really the gun is a moot point if they can actually eliminate that. (laughs) You're right, Gene. He hates the term loophole claimed after Columbine. Yeah, he's right. He's absolutely right. That did come out after that big uh, shooting out in Columbine. But they don't mention the straw purchases. Yeah. And guys. you want to explain a straw purchase, Jamie, quickly to everybody? I'm just going to say, I'll, I'll let you do that, Clayton, but oh. I'm just going to say in the comments here, my buddy Travis George, he's driving back from Billings listening to us, and I appreciate oh, that, right. Trav. Appreciate I love it. that. Yeah. And Gene said, how many mass shooters are on psychotropic drugs? There, there's a lot of those too, Gene. And I mean, and the ones that aren't are just evil bastards in my mind. But yeah, go ahead on the straw purchase, well, Clayton. straw purchase is, uh, so say you can't have a gun, Jamie, but we're buddies, or we're not, or you pay me. And I go buy the gun because I can actually pass the background check, get the firearm, and then I go give it to you because we've negotiated whatever terms we may. That's a straw purchase because I, if you can't buy one, you're probably a felon. So I just committed a felony doing that. Mm-hmm. That's what a straw purchase is. And you know what? You don't stop that either. <laughs> no. Yeah, I mean, it's in, it's, it absolutely isn't stoppable. And it kind of leads to, if we're talking about it, and I do like what I got that. This is, you know, the Brady law. 
talking about, and that's what the background check is, and how they don't do anything. They don't keep guns out of the criminals' hands. It's just another infringement on us. And it, it's, uh, I'll probably post this. If, if I can get this this website thing figured out, we can start posting this stuff to the website. And uh, I, I just, I basically, I'll, I'll give you a couple of stats. It says 95% of Nick's denials are false positives. You hear that term before? Mm-hmm. Um, they, they get denied for something as simple as my name might be Clayton Peterson Jr. And I'd have, you know, my father would be Clayton Peterson Sr. And my son would be Junior Jr. or the second. And that, that will do, that would sometimes bring up a denial or a, a, a not even a denial so much as a, uh, as a delay. And now if you get delayed or delayed, the FBI or the local or the sheriffs or the police, they're supposed to come and talk to you now. That's what they want, isn't it? Yeah, Yeah. they put that last gun control bill. We mentioned that one day on the show, but. Yes, we did. Yeah. And that went out in in an email from Nick's out to every FFL dealer. Yeah. So if you get delayed for whatever, some clerical error or whatever, you can expect a call from from Uncle Joe's boys. Speaking of Uncle Joe. Speaking of, unless you got something else you want to add on this, go for it. Nope. So Joe was talking last Friday. He was talking to some teachers unions, right? <laughs> and you know how he's always hitting on these, uh, you know, weapons of war. Nobody should own them, right? Mm. So he he loses in. There's video of this on on uh, Breitbart and other places here. Joe Biden, right here. What in what in God's name do you need an assault weapon for? You know how he whispers like that. Creepy. <laughs> It's an assault weapon designed to kill people. Wait, just wait for it. To defend America, to defend people. Joe, I finally agree with you on something on yeah. guns, buddy. He he nailed it, didn't he? You know what he <laughs> we know what he meant to say there, didn't we? Yeah, we do. Yeah, but well, he, but he did it. And that to 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 people who they consider militia, violent, extreme. That is what it's for. It is to defend America. It is to defend yourself. It's your right. Yeah, you're right. Yep, and absolutely. Joe up the NRA needs to make a commercial with that in there. That would be if maybe we should make one. <laughs> yeah, we should. <laughs> you dang right, we should. Oh, speaking of, so speaking Axel's of right defense. too. Or two. Um, I got to show you this one right here. This comment, and Axel's yep. absolutely right. That did happen after that. I don't know if Axel was late or not, but hey, Clay and I representing, buddy. There we thank go, you for representing. The, thank well, you for thank the mugs. They're working good. Mm. Now I might not want to show up. You're right on, Kevin. The truth slipped out. It did slip out. He knows what they're for. That's why he's up there lying. Everybody trying. He wanted to say they're made for killing people. That's what he. Yeah. That's what he. That's what he was trying to lie. Well, and say. he also messed up another press conference when he talked that they were doing something with uh, Billy was signing, <laughs> and he was asking for the dead representative that helped on it. Yeah, she well, got remember, killed here a few weeks yeah. ago, and he's like, "Oh yeah, she's not here. I guess she's not going to show up." You think? Remember when he was Obama's <laughs> VP, and he kept telling that guy to stand up in Pennsylvania, and he was just sitting there smiling because he was paralyzed <laughs> and he couldn't. Come <laughs> <laughs> on, this guy's unbelievable. Oh yeah. So speaking right. of speaking of defense, I'm gonna I'm gonna do the happy ending story of the week. Yeah, man. we're getting we're getting close. We're getting to down. The end. We got a few other we'll hit. Them. Yep. Go but ahead. yeah, we're, so we're trying to keep from, it as close yeah. to an hour as we can. But yeah. So from uh, this is from the NRA's armed citizen, but you can find these stories every day. I mean, we went over that last week how many times. So this is from Salt Lake City, and uh, where are we going here? It was seven twenty-eight twenty-two. Salt Lake City. A guy was waiting on a train bench at ten p.m. He's got um, two of these people come up, pointing a firearm at this guy, repeatedly telling him, you know, whatever they want is money or whatever, and they start getting more aggressive and more aggressive and coming towards him. So the gentleman pulls out his own his own firearm on these guys, wounds one, um, you know, shoots the other one, kills him. Apparently, these guys have they, they stabbed a woman sixteen times a couple days before at the train station. But one guy's dead, one guy's wounded. The guy sitting waiting for the train, he's still alive because he was carrying his gun, and and that's a happy ending story of the week right there. I'll tell you. What. All right. And there's all kinds of love hearing stories like that. Love it. It is a happy. If you, like I said, if you don't think that's a happy ending story, you ain't wired right. That is happy ending. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Right? <laughs> yep. That's so, the yeah. happy ending. Um, well, it, it's proven every single day that if you carry a gun or more, you have you know exercising your Second Amendment, more guns, less crime. And and John Law Jr. wrote a great book about it. Uh, look it up. He's made another version since and some other things. But he's absolutely correct. In the most heavily armed states, 
that are carrying concealed or otherwise, the crime <laughs> is less. I was laughing at a comment. I'm sorry, Clay, not what you're saying. Oh, but, yeah. <laughs> oh, from Axel. Yeah, so yeah. ladies, when we were on Ladies of Another View Monday, how many guns are on the table? I had two. You had two. I have a couple, yeah. I, was, I still had one in my bag. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the other two ladies, they had two. And guess what? We were there for 30 minutes. Nothing happened with all them Something guns happened. on the table. Yeah, they're I, gonna, I, when I was, go ahead. I apologize. Oh, I was like, ladies, another view of there on Beck. They're going to do a gun day Monday. So I'm glad to see that. We were their first guests. And the uh, way it sounds, they plan to have us on uh, regularly. Sounds yeah. good to me. I couldn't think of a better first guest on a gun show. I mean, either. I, I was, the comment <laughs> I was laughing at was Lynette. <laughs> Lynette posted, people that have dementia have moments of clarity. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> they do. They do. That's why I said, yep, they do. Yeah. Uh, just not they get less and less <laughs> yeah so. i'm gonna throw one one shout out here again too i'm, I'm apt to do an app but my cousin jerry clee down in uh colorado he was asking about what i flavored some sausage with i sent some back with him when he was back and he said mm. he savored every bite of it so i just cool. told him where i got it. i'm just gonna say hey jerry tomorrow I, I stopped by uh capital city restaurant supply which my cousin and her husband owned picked you up that, that bag of sp- seasoning so i'm gonna ship that out to you tomorrow buddy I don't know if you're listening live, awesome. but I know he listens to the replays of it. So, and I can tell you, anybody, any guys doing these koozies, we'll definitely put some stickers in there for you. Yep, no problem there. Sure. Yeah, because it's the stickers are sweet, man. And de- they are. supposed to be called decals, I guess, but no, stickers, decals, decals yeah. whatever. <laughs> well, so, Clay, uh, up here for you guys. Write this down. I know we have our own email for the guns in the seven hundred one, but this goes until we get that more set up. This goes right into my phone. Yeah. So anything you want to know, ask if you're getting some koozies, want to order some, send me an email right there and you'll be able to, I'll be able to communicate with you instantly. And as, as I said earlier, anybody who knows Clayton or myself, you know, our cell phone numbers, go ahead and send us, you know, send us text a text message. what you want and, and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll be sure and get them going. Cause you know, Hey, it's, it helps us and we think they're awesome. And, and we'll yeah. do, will does awesome work on those. And, and, and Clay's wife's doing some, some other ones too. So. I don't drink, but oh, Gene, you can put a pop in there, man. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get one. We'll get one rolling. Right? You don't have Gene. to. You don't have to put beer in there. This is a sweet koozie <laughs> either way, man. You, I mean, it makes you makes you look really good when you're drinking out of them. I think. <laughs> and yeah, we we do plan to have t-shirts and some sweatshirts, and we're just kind of, you know what? This was the farthest thing I think from mine and Jamie's mind ever, and um, we appreciate all the support because. We just filled in for a show <laughs> from 1270 for about six or so weeks. And here we are now. So all brand new stuff for me. Marty's filling coon meat orders too from now until December 1st, if anyone's interested. <laughs> there we go. Guys. I don't know. He gave me some jerky once he claimed it was coon. I don't know if it was, but I got to admit it was pretty good. So if it was coon, I didn't care. So Ate raccoon at a, one of the wildlife <laughs> feeds and I can't say it was bad. So yeah. So Marty, sometime between now, before now, and next Tuesday, swing by the lab and drop me off that coon cap because um, uh, Mohawk's <laughs> going to take a little Mohawk's going to take a little break, and we're going to do the coon hat for the for the pre pre show. And uh, we got to put a little plug out there um, for right now until we get this fed into our website. Please go to the YouTube channel, uh, subscribe to it, share it, get your friends to subscribe to it. It's re- actually taken off. We gained quite a few. I think it was fifty nine here in the last week. So we appreciate everybody going out and do that. But I didn't look late. I think we're at like 141 or 142 yeah. subscribers. But I mean, it, it went up look at, We're over, what was it? Something I was looking at, how many hours of views? And it's like over 10,000 10, views total and 200 and some hours, which is, uh, I guess, a mile split to own or something. But so, yeah, that's kind of cool, guys, that uh, that's going out there. And we appreciate even if it. You, even if you trivia about that trick and know it's just, yeah, you know, it's just, <laughs> it's all the weak stuff out of my blood, man. No problem. There you go. Hey, Eric, I, mean, I like that. <laughs> if they're stickers, can you make them scratch and sniff like gunpowder and lead? That would be kind of <laughs> cool, wouldn't it? <laughs> I remember the old scratch and sniff stickers yeah. in elementary school. I wow. Mean, I'm, I'm a rifleman, but I, if I had to do a scratch and sniff gun sticker, it would have to smell like shotgun powder, in my opinion. Shotgun powders, <laughs> man, that's a sweet smell. There you go. I love you had to, I had Moon, to show that from Gene. <laughs> Moonshiders use cool Peters at the end of the line. <laughs> <laughs> He probably didn't want that showing, but I thought it was great. <laughs> so, uh, what do you got going for the weekend, Clay? You got any ideas of doing a doing a gun shoot? I'm heading up to the farm Saturday, so I, I think I, me I and the boys. Have... 
going to try to get out there behind their uh, rifles a um, little bit. Um, we just haven't done a lot of that. We got, you know, antelope season's right around the corner. Mm-hmm. So other than, of course, we're also going to be out there uh, hauling some hay yet. Yeah. But for the most so, part, yeah. For antelope season, maybe we'll hit on it a little more, but I think I'm going to actually, um, I'm going to actually take that Friday off. And my other buddy, Travis George, who was on here comment, I think we're going to go up to the farm and, and my dad's got that gratis take for antelope. So we might, we might have a nice little, uh, hunting video here if, if uh, yeah. we run across a nice antelope buck up there, but I'm definitely going to try to to film my boys when they get out there. Um, as we proved that it, that's a little more difficult than, than it's, than it seems like, but it is a little easier on big game. Um, and who knows if, if Eric's around, maybe I'll get see what Eric's doing. And uh, I can tell you right now, when you go out hunting and you're filming, it is easier if you got someone there just filming for you. Way easier. That's been, way easier. I'm going to be doing that actually deer season. My uncle and my dad and, and my cousin's husband and two of my buddies have buck tags. So mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to getting some good hunting video. They all have mule deer buck tags. So if you like mule deer hunting, stay tuned. I'm going to have some good stuff. Actually, some parts <laughs> from my camera should be arriving from China. Over this China. week. So <laughs> I should be able to do that. Now I'm going to do some sort of gun test this weekend at the farm. So, and then the week after that, yeah. when, when Trav and I go up, we're going to do a Tika LTR. That's light tactical rifle 308. So stay tuned. Well, I know I want to try to get up there when we do, uh, we're going to bring you a little something special that uh, a historical event. And you know what we should do? We should co- maybe coincide that with when it actually happened, maybe in November. I don't know when we air it, but well, I want to get up there, and I kind of want to be there and help help you out with that and video and have some. Fun. Oh yeah, oh yeah, it'd be awesome. It's gonna be a great time. <laughs> I can I can promise you that. But the prairie dog video, I I hope to have that wrapped up um, by Friday now, because I got to take off and head to the hills tomorrow, so I won't mm-hmm. be around all day tomorrow. But uh, yeah, I, I think you're gonna enjoy it. I'd I'd rather wait, do the finishing touches, and have it be good then to rush it and just throw it up there for you guys to see. And so. I would say this, if none of you have seen uh, Clayton's work on the video editing, he, he does a damn fine job and a really awesome job not to take anything away from my daughter, but I don't think she no. has quite the advanced editing thing, editing program you do on your computer, Clay, but yeah, Clay does some pretty that. cool stuff with that. Well, and that's what I'm working on. I can tell you what, what the holdup is. I'm trying to match up them videos perfectly with when they shoot versus the, the prairie dog that's being shot. Cause then I put it side by side. I got a pretty cool one with axe already, and he drilled yeah. it. It just looks really neat. When you do it. Old twenty-two, so. two fifty. I think most of them he got. He got was a twenty-two, two fifty, right? That B fourteen. I think he did. Yeah, I think. So I was, was running something by axe for a Halloween shooting video. That, you know, it's maybe be ten, twelve minutes. But I think I think you guys are going to be. He, he's on board with it. We're going to do. Let's just say it's going to involve a, a fifty cal Barrett. Not not a fifty uh. bale, a real fifty. That everybody thinks, you know, we're gonna do that and then <laughs> some pumpkins and and our usual cast of characters from Heels High, FJB, Piss Boy. You know, we we got the, we got the crew. So I think you guys are gonna enjoy that one too. Heels High is awesome. I just love it. All right, Clayton, should we shut her down, brother? Yep, I think we'll call that an evening, guys. We want to thank you for tuning in uh, again every Wednesday night, six o'clock p.m. Mountain Time, seven o'clock Central Time, right here. Please uh, check out our website, www.gunsandthe701.com, and uh, go to the YouTube channel and the Facebook pages. Go to the YouTube channel and uh, subscribe, share, like, view, have some fun, guys, and uh, we just we appreciate all the support. And if you can't, if you can't like, if you can't or don't want to like and share, whatever, that's fine. But but we appreciate you just spreading the word. If you know somebody who likes guns, they love North Dakota, they like hunting, turn them on to the show. We appreciate that. And if you think this show's great, I mean, or good, whatever you want to call it, I mean, hey, we can't do it without you guys helping us out, man. I mean, yep. it's, everything's just as you know. We we need your help. We appreciate it, Clay. Like you know, this this is our this is our jam, man. We're gonna keep going with it. Yep, we sure appreciate it. So we're gonna right, sign Clay, off here tonight, guys. Yep, sounds good. Again, thanks for uh, listening, and we'll see you next week on Guns and the Seven Hundred One. Thank you, everyone. See you guys. Appreciate you.